AFC playoff teams are set. The Ryan brothers need a job. The Jets avoid a shutout. We're one day late, but always worth the wait. This is Patriots Rap 360. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Oh. Call the police, Mike. Oh, ho, ho. Patriots done put a beating. They did. I think the Jets on needed them Jets. the police, the uh, National Guard, somebody. I can't say National Guard. That's like a, like a Shannon Shop thing. Uh, I think so, yeah. T.O. maybe. Or. Oof. Woo-hoo. It was a beating indeed. Turns out the Pats covered. Yes. <laughs> Turns out they covered. I guess don't take the points. Hopefully nobody listened to oh me goodness. on last week's episode. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I was with you, though. I thought it was going to be a tight game. I mean, Jets-Pats, it's always tight, but that's fine. I'm glad to be wrong. I mean, the bet is doing good on the Pats this year. 12-3 and three versus the spread. No big deal. Yeah. Hey, no gang, Pats Nation, thanks for dropping in on us. On our midweek rudderless discussion on all things Patriots. Alongside Denny Harris, I am Mike Conley. Denny, why don't you tell the people how they can reach you? Sure thing, Mike. On the Twitter, uh, you can find me at Dehas, D E E H A A S. Well done. Thank you, sir. Where can they find you? Mm, through your Twitter account. There or you they go. Can, I uh, will take direct messages on your behalf. <laughs> they can hit up the comments section on YouTube, or if they listen to us with this live, you can go into the chat room on YouTube, go to slash after buzz, and uh, click into the old Patriot Trap 360 show. What about on my Tinder or. Uh, I don't know. Bumble. I'm <laughs> I don't even know if that's one. Bumble? Bumble? That's that the one? gay Tinder, I believe. Is it? Or I'm is not that sure. Grinder. Oh, Either way. I think that's the one. It's not a Bumble's a new, too far. Bumble's like a new new Tinder. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, you know, I don't have a Twitter for, account. I'm spoken for over here. You right? are. You are. You're an engaged man. Um, so, I mean, just the dismantling of the Jets. And it was mad. just great to see, you know? Yeah. Uh, Todd Bowles, get a little under the weather. Maybe he wishes he stayed in the hospital, didn't yeah. quite get up there Saturday for the game. I mean, happy to hear he was healthy. It seemed like maybe his... Uh, his mental health was not 100% there. He's, uh, I mean, not, struggling not a bit there right before the half, calling the timeout. I love that. And old Bill just said, all right. Oh, you're calling timeouts. Turns out we're going to drop another seven on you then before you uh, hit the locker room. Yeah. We were fine going into 20 to nothing. <laughs> we were fine. But evidently you weren't fine with the Todd Bulls. So we're just going to up that ante a little bit. Yeah, that had... Uh, Bingo bang. Felt like 2007 kind of uh, maneuverings, you know? Oh. It's it, like, all right, hey, I showed you a little mercy. Right. But you didn't take it, sir. Yeah. So <laughs> now gonna, here it is. We're going to make you taste it. Yes, that was uh, that was a little... Uh, it, it, uh, <laughs> it was amazing when it happened. I was like, oh, be careful, Todd Balls. <laughs> oh, yeah, you <laughs> saw it writing on the wall. You saw it and it was just, all right, now it's on. I was like, wow, that's an aggressive move, buddy. Maybe going to the friggin' uh, locker room down 20 ain't a bad call. Seriously. <sighs> Couldn't have scripted it any better, though, for the boys. I love it. I love it. Racking it up. Yeah, I mean, a savage beating. It's it's hard to know exactly what to talk about when a, when a beating is. So savage, TB12 was able to take off the fourth quarter. No Sorry, big deal. Little Jimmy G in there. He still had three touchdowns, no picks, mocking the 50th time in his career. Pretty He's good. had that happen with at least three TDs and no picks. Pretty good. No big deal. So it's uh, 
touchdown interception rate right now uh, ratio is twenty five to two. Not two shabs. The best ever, twenty seven to two. Old Nicky Foles. Really? Two years ago, and I'm sure that when that's he was two, with Nick, the Eagles, two weeks in a row at Nick Foles. Well, it was though. for the same know, reason. But that, that's the only reason anybody would mention <laughs> Nick Foles. It's true. It's I'm true. sure any you don't even have to have a Patriot fan; it'd just be football fans in general would feel better with TB12's name atop that list no than old uh, Nick Foles, who no now backs there. up Alex Smith. But uh, I mean, does that make that? I mean, an overrated stat because I always point to TD interception ratio as. A mock of a good quarterback. Ah, I think it's you know good decision making. Nick Foles had a good year. They just had no tape on Nick Foles, and he was you just know? able to kind of throw laser beams around. I guess Pretty where you're at now, Nick Foles. So hopefully another three touchdown and zero interception game this week will uh, put the greatest of all. I think time it's quite a possibility. Oh yeah, oh yeah, quite a possibility. I think we had the formula for this week. You know, shown to us last week. The formula for uh, yes. Uh, for Miami, you mean? Yeah, just in terms of just putting a savage beating on them and then get the rest once the game's in hand. <laughs> well, it's it's great because the Pats are in a position right now when they they already know they're having a bye. But you know what Bill's loving the fact is, is that we're here we are in Week 17 and there is something to play for. Oh, yeah. You know, with the Raiders being a later game, the Pats would have to win in order to lock up that number one seat. Right, you right. Know? So where the Raiders go later, they're just going to keep the foot on the gas and, like, you know, it's easily just. Oh yeah, you know, as opposed to a situation where if you were in the situation that the Cowboys are in, right, where that's that number one seed was locked up, you know, after week fifteen, ago. yeah, then you're answering a lot of questions and you know asking a lot of questions, it's like yeah, but yeah, I mean that to have two games like that, you know, like last week that they, they were kind of answering those questions: of how much is too much time? Who are you gonna, you know, mm-hmm. who are you gonna bench, et cetera? But, but yeah, it'll be Big Bill it'll be, doesn't have to go long back in the history books to point out right how. Just coasting goes. Yeah, it's, I mean, he's always had his uh, philosophy on it, and uh, and Bill we trust, as we say on pretty much every point. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think the number one seed, especially after in the wake of last season, you know, even though this scenario is a little different, being that Oakland is banged up, and you got to feel for them a bit after a great season. You really do. Oh man, it's a bummer. I don't know if you saw the uh, the video of Carr. Yeah, it's, it's broke. He it's knew, broke. knew it right it's off. Broke. Yeah, handled it pretty well though. Yeah. It's a bummer, though. You feel bad for the fan base to an extent, but yeah, I won't be too mad if they lock up that number one seed. And, uh, you know, and we have to go to Oakton. Yeah, I won't be mad that he's not there. But well, that's the only re- the only team that can catch us for the one. Right? Oh yeah, 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 so, yeah. So I think the Pats are going to do their job, as the kids say. I think go right. in and do work. But I think you're absolutely right. Um, you know, before we put the drubbing of the Jets to bed, um, I did want obviously we kind of let off the show with it. What do you think about that down 41 nothing on fourth and what, six? Old boy kicks a field goal. You know, he's just doing some math. Yeah. He's just crunching the numbers and he's. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. There were some head scratching calls there. It's just fun. I mean, to look now, we're one game away from the end of the season and. Now it's a great time to assess the AFC East. And as we've talked about earlier this year, I mean, we both, I think, were kind of uh, thinking Todd Bowles, you know, the guy had a good year last year. He seems like a no-nonsense guy. I would have thought these standings might be reversed, you know, or at least that the Jets would be in the mix. Most definitely. Um, And then, you you know, it's just... And I was thinking, like, kind of... 
even with him them sputtering this year, he's still, you know, they'll give him a third year because the good graces of last season, all that stuff. Maybe they overachieved a little bit. Right. But after things like this, I wonder. Yeah, the same. Same thing. Is there going to be another vacancy in the AFC East? Same, same. Whew. I mean, it's the Patriots again and again. Insane. Well, once again, we just have to feel very fortunate that we're able to cheer for this team to have this much continuity and a greatest-of-all-time quarterback and a greatest-of-all-time coach. It's like, you know. It's a good thing, brother. It up, it's a good know? thing. Yeah, old Rex. Oh, I mean, I you know my feelings. I thought he did well enough to get another year. I mean, the Bills have a very high impression of themselves. They, I guess they do. I feel like it's a weird... All right, one game left in the season, I feel is also a weird strategy. Yeah, and you then give, it's like... Then it's like... I hear like the major rift is because he didn't want to go with E.J. Manuel over Tyrod Taylor. Right. It's like, I think we've seen enough E.J. Manuel to know he's pretty much garbage. Right, You're going right. to let him do a one-game tryout and like all of a sudden he's going to yeah, be better? I don't get it. I, I mean, that's it. like Frank Whaley, the GM, I guess, trying to save face on one of his like former first-rounders. But right. I mean, I already thought they were passed off. From I mean, plus, like... All talk in the preseason was Tyrod Taylor's the second coming of Jim Kelly. Right. You know, there. Yeah. And it was like, uh, you know, oh, this guy's going to be great. And, you know, he hasn't been great, but he hasn't been horrible. He's no, been right. pretty average. Yeah, I mean. I thought good enough to kind of, like, be one of those middle-tier quarterbacks that you can win with if you have a good D. But it's right. like, you know, the year before Rex came in, Bills lead the AFC or the whole league in sacks, 57. And now it goes down every year since. Mm-hmm. And now I think they last. Diminishing yeah, so returns, as they say. So, pretty crazy. Yeah, I think it's it's a questionable move, which is that's kind of what the Bills do. They make questionable moves. But um, <laughs> I think it's kind of a disservice, too, to old Anthony, Anthony Lind as well, you know. Uh, you know, you put him in for one game audition, I guess. I mean, we'll see. We'll yeah, see. Yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of odd. It's kind of But, odd. yeah, I saw I had I was looking at an article I think Mike Reese put out with just uh, breaking down the coaching the coaching changes since 2000 when, when Bill made the move to the Pats. 23 head coaches in the AFC East, <laughs> including interims. I mean, the list is amazing. You want me to name them? Go. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I got there. There's a lot. Fantasy though. stats guru, if he's got his ears on tonight, he can little rattle off 23 in a row. No big deal. No I, big I mean, deal. I, pr- I kind of bricked. I bet there's nobody listening kind of laughed tonight because I bricked last week and didn't tell him we were going to be on late. Well, here we are, though. In the I mean, I would have said we were on at 7 p.m., so I guess this is all good. <laughs> it's all good. Here we are in the glitter room. <laughs> the glitter room. As it is. That's right. Well, we're coming to you from the lovely Aglita Studio, Studio A, here at the lovely After Buzz Studios. Got a new uh, floor paint job in the uh, Christmas break. Very nice. A little tacky. The, uh, I mean, tacky in the actual sense, yes. not the fact that tacky it is tacky. Yeah, tacky. A little sticky, yeah, but... Uh, Looking like Studio 54 in here. Well, <laughs> Studio 1, right? <laughs> yeah, for real. Should probably do some chopping. Um, <laughs> all right. Keep it clean. Let's go back to a PG show. PG show, it. Um, so Malcolm was the stud. Two picks, a fumble recovery off of a, and Landon Roberts a jarring hit. Oh my god! Finally, we get to see with this kid when we were touting him like up back in like oh, yeah. week six or after uh, Collins got dealt. You know, we're, but we're seeing this kid go downhill. Oh you yeah! You know, and like that play where he shoots the gap and beats the the tight ends block and mm-hmm. just blows it up, causes the fumble. Malcolm Johnny on the spot, boom! Unreal. Yeah, I mean that kid's production on you know on running downs is definitely impressive. And now, I mean, you see that role obviously with Hightower being out, it opens up a little more playing time for him. But he is he's they're just using him in that role. I mean, the kid's a load. 
brings the wood against the run. Huge play. Yeah. I mean, that that's the kind of stuff. I mean, I, I'd love to see him at least get a little niche role as we move forward here, but we shall see. I mean, obviously Hightower is a beast and a force to be reckoned with himself. Yes, he is. And, uh, he, you know, they rightly rested him this past week with that knee injury, and obviously you want to be smart with him. I know the temptation is going to be kind of great because you got a guy, Jay Ajay, this week who was really toting the rock. Yeah. Uh, he's got like three or four 200-yard games or something this Unbelievable. year. Unbelievable. Uh, these guys are playing a lot better than when we faced them um, earlier this year. And, you know, the, what? Uh, one other thing in the chats. Here we go, Rudderless. But um, I did want to say uh, attaboy to Matt Langle. Him getting his first career yes. touchdown pass in the NFL. First uh, catch, first touchdown. No big deal. I was thinking about this on the old ride-up. If you're an athlete, how big of a deal is that to you? First catch is a touchdown. And then I was thinking back to like uh, a little cross-sports reference here, but Daniel Nava first at bat, grand slam. Yeah. you got to take the grand slam, I think. But yeah. you're thinking Tom Brady throwing you your first career <sighs> touchdown. It's pretty good. Woo! It's pretty good. It's a tough call. Well, I mean, the, the fact that the goat's in the mix, that kind of probably puts it thing. over the top. That's the thing. you yeah. got to, you know, who, what do you want to tell your grandkids? It's now, tough. if Daniel Nava hit that off of, you know, exactly. That's Pedro Martinez or something like that, then maybe. Yes, yes. I, but I forget who he hit it off of. Yeah, so I don't remember either. It wasn't that memorable. Either way. Either way. But, yeah, the I don't think we've mentioned it. The pride of, former, former Northeastern guy. Before they, uh, before, before they canned the program. Right. And then he went to Western Kentucky? I believe that's correct. Is that correct? Langle from the Bengals. You guys will tell me if I'm not. But, yeah, doing his thing, man. I mean, it's always nice to see these guys chipping in. and Doing uh, my own thing. Getting some production out of the tight ends. Marty had a TD. Marty. Langle had a TD. That was a nice ball by 12, That too. was. Yeah, he had to get it coverage. over and then, like, keep it. In enough so it wouldn't go out of the back of the end zone. That's just, you know, just dropping down the old chimney like Santa Claus. Oh, yeah. Maybe he did it in honor of uh, Christmas Day. Christmas, yeah. Yeah. Um, so possible. we ask this question every week, so I'll ask him one more time. This Patriots defense, a good defense or just playing pretenders? I mean, if I'm to answer it, I think they're a good defense. Yeah. The, the biggest thing people are bringing up is the fact that. You know, the level of competition is lower this year. It seems that way across the league, for one. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no question that the D has improved, though, as the season's gone on. And you see the kind of versatile looks that, that you know, Bill and Matt Patricia are kind of playing with. You know, the different stunts and stems, as they're calling them. Apparently that's the new term in vogue. But Sweet. Um, <laughs> Sweet, bro. <laughs> Kill stemming you're doing there on the lawn. <laughs> but yeah, I mean they've been mixing up the looks and you're seeing just really kind of shuffling the personnel and really like it's interesting the way they're rotating the uh pass rushers too. Yeah. It's like a true rotation, keeping guys fresh. So Spe- um speaking of a guy that was out of the early rotation in the jet game, Malcolm Brown. Yeah. And apparently he was late to a meeting last week or something. It was something along those lines. That's the new talk. Yeah, that kinda I don't know if that just broke midweek here or whatever, yeah. but that's that's what's kinda leaked out as the week's gone on, but I mean, you know I love myself some Malcolm. No question. And, uh, you know, one of the reasons I do like him is because he's so tight-lipped about stuff, and he's being tight-lipped about oh, this yeah. as well. So shuttled right out of the stadium after the game. Got to love it. But, yeah, he didn't really get in there or get any meaningful minutes till garbage time. You know? Right, I mean, right. He's kind of decided. But probably going to need him against the run this week and Mr. Jay Ajay, I think. So it'll be a good test this week versus 10-5 and five Dolphins team. Right. On their, their soil. You know, we haven't won there in three straight games. Right. So it's about to bring it. And we are going to get a good dose of that Jay Ajay guy. 
guys. So it'll be a good test for this run defense because, as we all know as Patriot fans and b- disciples of Bill, we know that to win December and January football games, you have to run yeah, the football it. and stop the run. No question, brother. So this will be yeah, a nice is. little uh, measuring stick and a like prep to go in the playoffs. I think uh, to that point, I think we're primed to do just that. I mean, the D, the run D is unquestionably good. Uh, you know, Allen Branch having a huge year, huge. also huge. Um, yeah, I think that they. I, I what are they? They're in the top five run D. Are they the number one run defense in the league? Uh, I know that I'm paying attention to the only staff that Bill pays attention to, so I, as a disciple of Bill, only pay attention to points scored. And they do, in fact, after putting up their back-to-back three spots the past two weeks, now giving up, I think, 15.7, 15.7 a game. So that's best in the league. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. Not too bad. A little milestone for Steve the Ghost Guskowski this past week, too. He had his 300th career field goal. Not bad. One of only 30 guys to accomplish that. It's looking. Are you feeling good about him overall? Do you feel like those... Uh, Ship is righted. Yeah. Don't you feel that way? I want to. I'm nervous still, though. Just I have look more at than his I've stats, ever been. like, after the bye week and pre-bye week. Right, you know, right. It's like, it's like, I don't know. He had, did some soul searching on the bye week. On the bye week. Yeah, it looks like the Pats are uh, currently slated at uh, with the number three rushing defense. So I feel like our rushing attack, are, are like offensively, our O line and our D line and our ability to stop the run are definitely strengths of the team this year going into the playoffs. And I think that's huge. Um, to kind of go further as far as the D. Um, yeah, I think it's a combination. Obviously, the level of competition hasn't been fantastic, but I think, as has always been the case in championship years, the D's consistently got better and better. I think they're about as healthy as you could hope for right now, knock on whatever surface is available. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw an interesting stat earlier today, too. Um, the Pats D this season, in the first 10 games, nine takeaways. In the last five games, 12 takeaways. Yep. So, I mean, obviously... Butler's big day didn't didn't hurt that cause either, but um, you know, obviously you win the turnover battle, as any football mind would tell you, it's gonna it's gonna lend itself towards uh, winning some games. So it's true that, that bodes well as well. That kind of goes back to what we're talking about about this um, this Patriots team and like how they're gelling together on defense, and so you don't think about it anymore. You're just playing on instincts, and when that happens, you cause some turnovers. You cause turnovers. You cause. Some turnovers. No question, brother. But yeah. to, in order to put a button on the Jets game, yes. Uh, two more rushing touchdowns for LGB, 17 on the season. Pretty big deal. That's the most rushing touchdowns in the league since uh, I believe AP had 18 in like 09. Wow. So it's been a bit. He could tie that up. Yeah. And McCoy had 17 in 2011, I believe, as well. But Ooh. it's yeah, I mean, it, and what the couple guys having big years too. Uh, old uh, what's his knuckle in Arizona, uh, David. Uh, where you at, Mike? Can you help me out there. David Johnson. David Johnson. Sorry, you? sorry, sorry. No, no, you're in the zone over there. I, I, How, he's got what? He's got 15 or 16 this year, doesn't he? Yeah, he and actually Zeke has a chance has. to if he gets 100 scrimmage yards uh, this week. David Johnson, he will be the first player ever to do that in all 16 games. No big deal. So, no big deal. Um, yeah, I thought it was uh, obviously a good game for the Pats, though, to, as you said, button up the, the Jets game. To say the least, it was a good game. It was a dominant performance. Um, 
my new favorite jet, Quincy Inunua, was nowhere to be found, which I thought was a good a good sign as well for the the Pats Pats D Inunua. Yeah, he's a little bit of a matchup problem. Kind of a tight end because he's big, but fast like a wide receiver. Big dude, but finished the day with one reception for 30 yards. How did we'll Brandon Marshall do? I knew Eric Rowe uh, picked one covering him one time. How did he, he do? He did pretty poorly. Which uh, How's he doing in that uh, <laughs> preseason wager? Something me and Mike were uh, talking about off air. The uh, Yeah, a little preseason bet between Antonio Brown and uh, Brandon Marshall. I forget what it is. I think it's uh, who would have more yards at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. But coming into the game uh, this week, it looks like an absolute uh, sure thing for Antonio. The dude, Basically, the wager was... Uh, <clears throat> Antonio's sitting this week, though. Is he? Yep. So I guess if Marshall has a 500-plus yard game, he stands a chance... <laughs> Two, number one, break all kinds of ridiculous NFL <laughs> records that have never been broken. And number two, pick himself up an extra vehicle. But yeah, he before the season, Marshall said he'd give Brown a Porsche that was parked outside, or Porsche for the car folks, parked outside Jets headquarters if Brown had more receiving yards than him this season. Yeah, but didn't he want uh, Brown to like put up his rolls? Yeah, if, if Marshall taught Brown, uh, <laughs> he'd have to give him the black and gold Rolls Royce that Brown drove during training camp. Which is probably worth about three times more than that Porsche, if not four or five. <laughs> so there you go. Entering week 17, he has a nearly 500-yard edge on Marshall. Pretty much a done deal. Pretty good. Um, Someone's got a new car. So to put the absolute button on this <laughs> I just wanted to give props out to uh, um, John Tuomi and Jim Crocker, the two uh, firefighters, off-duty firefighters. Oh, yeah, nice story there. That were at the, at the game. Some dude had a heart attack a couple rows away from him. These dudes, react team, boom, sprung, in, sprung into action, get the dude off his seat, uh, administer CPR, even get the defib, <laughs> clear. Oh, did they break boom, out the oh, fib? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, had the guys, kept the guy alive until the EMTs got there. Bingo, bango, guy returned home Monday. No big deal. There you go. Right in time to watch our, uh, you know, so, another Patriots victory this weekend. Mad ups this week to those boys there. Good yeah, job, John nice Tuomi and Jim Crocker. Mad ups for Pats fans. Um, so here's the deal. I, you know, I'm not really like. I think the Miami Dolphins are a better football team with Matt Moore at the helm. I've never been really? a big Ryan Tannehill believer. I don't think he's a very accurate passer. He does make strides in that. I think he has this year. But, I mean, you look at him as a career maybe 63% maybe, right, right. Uh, you know. But, um, yeah, I, I think Matt Moore is one of the better backups in the league. And definitely the dude's huge, can see over defenses. He makes all the throws. Yeah. I mean, bingo, bango, he came off, shook off the rust, and had like four TDs last week. No big deal. Granted, it was the rest of the Jets, but... What are you going to do? Exactly. Like two weeks ago. Right, right. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, this guy is formidable and it could quite possibly be the th- third best AFC playoff quarterback. When you look around the AFC Man, it's teams, a, and, you know, the, 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 the matchups aren't set yet, but the teams are set. Right. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's rare rare that I, I, can, I can't recall any year where the, been, the quarterback scenario has been in such a state of disarray heading into the playoffs. Right. Um, gives you a little extra confidence. I mean, if we lock up this one seed, which I anticipate we're going to do, you got to feel pretty good about our chances of uh, knocking off anybody that's going to come into New England. Yeah. I mean... Anybody. 
Michael. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't look good for the Raiders. The Raiders have to go, I believe, to Denver. And, you know, Denver's kind of kind of mailed it in. But I mean, then no car. They got Pat McGroin going on it. There it is. Check that. Check Lay out up. Matt McGloin. <laughs> Matt McGloin. Yeah, you know I got to smash down glass. every... Uh, kissed that one off the glass. Yeah, I did. That was easy. That was easy. Um, but I actually went to college with a kid named Pat McGloin. Isn't that Literally. crazy? Wow. Literally. His parents were a couple well, of jokesters over there. Maybe that was McGloin. I think that was fine. <laughs> maybe way. I just tormented that kid for like four years, three quite, years. Quite plausible. Safe bet. Another thing I have to repent for. Shaga. Uh... Another milestone reached over the week. Apparently, we're not putting a button on this, but Bill <laughs> Belichick, 200 regular season wins with the same team. Yes. Good on you, BB. Good on you, yeah. One of uh, five coaches of all time to do that now. Mm. Hallis, Shula, Landry, Lambeau, and Bill Belichick. See? Right up with the greats, as he should be. Huge. And Don Shula. Um, <laughs> oh, Coming into Dave. Miami, speaking of records... I almost brought in a Miami Dolphins fan this week just to so we could just kind of just like, ridicule him? just 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 let him have it. Wearing no, I, I actually wanted to see what, jacket. Yeah, I mean, because you know what I find that this little program here on a weekly basis, and I hope it's true for the fans as well. You know, this is my little therapy session where oh, yeah. I can ch- come and just ooze about how much I love this football team yes. and how you know, especially in this holiday season, how, how much gratitude I have for the fact that I can you know watch this this football club, and you know it allows me to get it kind of out of my system because Absolutely. you could see a team or somebody that roots for a team that has has so much success like this, you could probably turn into a little bit of a D bag. No question, you know, especially so, if you were you know. Predisposition to being a day back? <laughs> Are you saying there I is. am? There it is. Are you saying I am? No. So no. this was going to be like a good test. I was going to try and you know bring him in, be cordial. A test. It would have been a test, indeed. It would have been a test. I mean, more so for you, I would say. <laughs> well, <But> I, <laughs> I can neither know, confirm nor deny that. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, so you know, it isn't like the uh, Dolphins are going to lay down either because. They're, right now they're in the six hole. They can move up to the five, and you were like, "Oh, well, they can." I thought they were. I thought they were locked. So they do have some incentive to play. Yeah, they do have incentive to play okay. because that five and pretty pretty damn good it's, it's incentive because easy for me to say they um, they can move up to five, and you you might say, "Oh, five or six, big deal." You're going on the road, no big deal. But it's the difference of playing Houston. Or right. going to Pittsburgh. Right. Which Houston might be the worst team in the playoffs. Terrible. They might be the worst team in the playoffs. I, I mean, they're having the guy coming in on his third career stop will be Yikes. the playoffs. If if they go with that guy, he didn't exactly like He got the W, but he didn't light the world on fire last week. Yeah, but, I mean. But he came at one two weeks ago out of relief for them. It's the reality Somehow got of the, the W last week. I mean, it's just all D for them. The 2016 NFL picture. I mean, you know, you got. He's also Rans making it into the playoffs. It's it. the the whole field just doesn't seem as competitive. Yeah. Message to Bill O'Brien that your time is now with this defense. JJ Watts only got a couple years left. You know, Clowney's coming into his own. It's time to make the run now. Mortgage the farm for Jimmy Garoppolo. There it is. <laughs> you know? At least a one and a four. One evidently. and a four. He's better than Sam Bradford, right? No question. Come on. Turns out they invested quite heavily last year, so we'll see. We'll see how it goes, man. Yeah, I don't know about that. I mean, Sam Bradford's probably got about 75 more career starts than uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. but Jimmy G. Anyways, the buzz is with Jimmy G. Um, speaking of records, 
which seem to be a weekly occurrence now, whether it's Bill or Tom. Yeah. Just breaking record week after week. No big deal. Wouldn't it be nice, or shall I say, won't it be nice, when Tom breaks his next record this week in Miami? Surpassing Dan Marino. Surpassing Dan Marino. He's about 60 yards behind him. I think he needs 57 to break it. There it is. So it could even be the uh, first quarter. Yeah. I hope it's I hope it's a situation where he can rest in the fourth again. I thought I anticipate that it will be. Wow. You think this is going to be blow your doors off? I think the Miami Dolphins are not that good. I mean, I know they're one of the hot er teams. Right. Uh in the league the last whatever 12 weeks or so, but uh I if just don't I they're don't play in the same week schedule the Pats are. Yeah, I, I just but yeah, that's that's accurate. We are also benefiting from that as well, mm-hmm. but I just I don't see it. I don't think. Uh, I mean, I think they're a marginal team. I think they belong in that that bottom of the of the pile as uh, kind of where they are. You know, at least the playoff pile. Yeah. I just don't see. I mean, you look at typical teams in the that advance in the playoffs, and a quarterback play is going to be huge. So really, who do you have in the AFC? You got the Patriots. Mm-hmm. You would have had the Tom, Raiders. Tom Brady. You would have had the Raiders, and unfortunately, Matt stuff Matt happened. Uh, so now you have Big Ben. Mm-hmm. The Steelers, I think, obviously, he can make some noise. Yep. And Alex Smith with the Chiefs. Oh, wow. So, I mean, and his... It's like three good quarterbacks and three question marks. Yeah, I mean, it's beyond question marks. I mean, this is like... It's an unusual set of circumstances. It is very unusual. Um, how important do you feel that that one seat is for the Pats? Uh, yeah, I mean... With, that is what I am asking you. I mean, you... My first answer is like, okay, we saw what had happened last year. We had an opportunity to do it, drop the last two games to these very same Jets and Dolphins. Right. And, you know, then we were in the two seed, had to go to Denver, didn't work out for us. A little different. I mean, they had, you know, quite possibly the second best quarterback of all time going for them in Denver. Right. We would have to go on the road to Oakland, a much warmer place, easier to breathe, you know, yeah. with Matt McGloin looking over the side. And a defense that, although they have Khalil Mack, Suspect at times. They're definitely suspects. Suspect. I, I've been saying it for a few weeks. I think the Raiders, even with Carr, there's at least still an unproven commodity. You know, like they're yeah. a young team. Maybe this was the year they were going to do it, but yeah. might have to wait till next year. Derek. I mean, I don't think. I think they were still a year away. Just because I think you have to go to the playoffs and lose once taste or twice. It a bit. Taste it a little bit, as you like to say. You know, I do like to say that. Um, and, you know, I, I just, now it's like, I mean, the, the Matt McGloin situation, it's like, I, I still think they could beat a lot of teams in the AFC. I just don't think the Pats are one of those teams. They're not one of those teams. Um, so, I mean, the biggest scare factor right now is Pittsburgh. I believe they're locked into the three. Right. And, uh, yeah. So. Pittsburgh or, and I feel like the Chiefs, those are the two teams that and are going to. the Chiefs. So, it's kind of interesting. The Chiefs could get up to that two seed. Uh in which case... If they win and, and Oakland loses? Yes. So that could be a case where that's looking like Chiefs-Pats, maybe. Right. In the, in the final. In which case you'd definitely prefer to be in New England than at Arrowhead. No question. Oh, yeah. No question. No question. Well, there's no chance they can, they can do that. Right, right. Good point. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, you know, I'm not. I'm definitely bad. not fearing the impossible, Denny. I will tell you that <laughs> right off the bat. I only fear the things that I can control. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't want to call it a cakewalk for the Pats, but... Don't call it a cakewalk! <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, LL. Yes. But, yeah, I mean, I feel like uh, 
the odds are ever in our favor put it that way mm-hmm. i feel all right about it um let me just tell you so the pats they win and they lock up the number one uh seedling the number one seedling let me tell you just look at the nfc for a quick week let's do it uh for a quick second and um quick so if you're a tampa bay bucks fan which i'm not for the record <laughs> I just I just think this is funny, and I always love looking at this uh, when it comes down to Week 17. So uh, let me just give the mouse on a wheel that powers the Internet here a little hunk of cheese, and it's going to come <laughs> up here. Uh, boom. Mm. <laughs> All right, here it is. So the Cowboys – oh, no, we already saw that. Okay. Uh, so the Bucks have to win. They have to beat the Panthers. The Cowboys have to beat the Eagles. The Titans have to beat Houston. The Colts have to beat the Jaguars. The Niners have to beat the Seahawks. Oh the Giants tie the Redskins. And then the Lions have to beat the Packers on the Sunday night game. And you're in, Bucks fans. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So I, they, they, Might as uh, well throw a five spot down on that, too, and uh, make it a double whammy. <laughs> if your boys get in, and you probably win a couple, couple oh, yeah. Gs off that. Uh, that's that's going to be a heck of a pile. That, that is improbable. In. Hello. That is improbable. It sure is. Um, so be an interesting field, though. Even in the NFC, the picture is uh, the deck has been shuffled a little bit. you got some of the familiar faces over there, but I think the you know the Packers and Seahawks are getting hot at the right time. We'll see. We'll see. The Giants. Yeah. Do you fear the Giants? Should you fear the Giants? I'll tell you what. Former UMass product Victor Cruz oh, running his mouth this week about how the Pats don't want to. They don't want to face the Giants. Right. I mean, probably should handle his business uh, in the first round of the playoffs yeah. before you start worrying about how yeah. the guys on the other side of the pond are doing. It's true. By the other side of the pond, I strictly mean the AFC. <laughs> That's why you heard zero rebuttals from anybody on the Patriots. Right. Because they got one team in mind, and that's the Miami Dolphins. Dead Dolphins. In closing this regular season with a 14-2 record. Are, are you concerned at all about the uh, historical implications of the game as far as, you know, or at least uh, how Brady's fared historically down there, this time of year especially? Yeah. Well, Will we that all, have an impact? We always have it like that last game, you know, in Miami. Right. A lot of knuckleheads go down for that one to get out of the colds, you know. So there's going to be a contingent of fans there. There's no, no excuse there. No question. Um, but, you know, I think that, you know, Tom's on a mission, like we said all day. He wants to have that trophy given to by, you know, Goodell. Right. And then he's going to give the, you know, truck again to Malcolm Butler and tell him to back over Goodell. Big deal. I like that. I know? like that. Uh, I ain't mad at you. But, yeah, he's on this mission. And, you know, he didn't have a good record in Denver. Vanquished them in Denver. Um, you know, thanks to a good good play, good uh, game by the D. But And then, you know, they're just going to vanquish the Dolphins, too. Why not? I, I foresee them uh, doing just that in this game, if I haven't made that clear already. But I think it's going to be a second half, a restful second half for Thomas Edward Brady. Uh, but Is he Edward? I think so. All right, mm-hmm. Thomas Edward. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe not. Maybe, maybe not. Either way. But 19-9 and nine all-time versus the Dolphins. But in Miami, this is unofficial stats, by the way. Yeah. 6-8 and eight all-time in Miami. 
and they lost Oof. the last three times, last three trips to Miami. They lost. I don't think we have to let our viewership know that all stats are unofficial on this program. They are unofficial. <laughs> all stats are unofficial. Uh, that was based on a little number crunch that I was doing, but nice. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's going to uh, impact them on the field. Yeah, on New Year's Day. I'd like to. I. I mean, I can look ahead because you know I'm not on the 53, but uh, the this season. But I would love to play the Giants. I mean, everybody's like, "Oh, they're hot." I'm like, mm, yeah. "They, they can't run the ball," which we mentioned earlier in the program is what you have to do to win December football game. Right. And the the reason why they gave Fitz uh, the Pats the last two uh, Super Bowls was because they could really get after the passer. Right. I haven't seen that much with this Giants team. They haven't been that good again, despite them spending a hundred million dollars and bringing in right. Olivier Vernon and you know Snacks Harrison and those guys. Right. So yeah, I mean, I'm kind of with many in Pats Nation that the it it seems like a jinxy kind of thing. Yeah. And you know, obviously the common thread this year or at least the thing that people are kind of harping on is the fact that they knocked off the Cowboys, Cowboys twice twice yeah yeah but the Cowboys are not the Patriots and vice versa and you know every matchup is different yeah i do think anybody you know any given sunday as we always say like you know i do think Pittsburgh has a legitimate shot and i do think the Chiefs have a legitimate shot yeah. and i think whoever comes out of the NFC will have a legitimate shot but yeah. uh, do you think that'll be the Cowboys that I I'm curious to see. I mean, it's going to be an interesting scenario. They do have a rookie at QB. Yeah. And here's another unofficial stat. I think I overheard, but I don't think any rookie quarterback has ever taken the team to the Super Bowl. Wow. So that would make sense. It'd be pretty impressive to have a rookie QB and a rookie tailback. Yeah. I mean, obviously tailbacks a little easier than other positions to pick up, but still, it's especially when you have that uh, offensive line. Their left tackle huge. got injured. Teron Smith in their last game. They're keeping him out this week, but it'll be interesting to see for the uh, the playoffs if he's he's going to be in there. Um, one thing I'd point to to the people saying, oh, they beat Dallas twice so they can beat the Patriots, I'd point at, you know, Dak Prescott, really, you know, good right. rookie. Rookie quarterback. Conversely, the Patriots, greatest quarterback of all time. Right. So there's kind of just, just, just pointing on one position. You, you know? also have that coach in New England. I can't think of his name, but he's pretty oh, good yeah. against the young QBs. Two hundred well. regular season Patriot wins. No Bill big deal. Belichick. That's the guy. The goat. Uh, also, sounds like uh, the Finns this week. By the way, will be without their number one cornerback, Byron Maxwell. Ooh. This is according to uh, I want to say their oh yeah their D coordinator leaked this out. So they'll be without Byron Maxwell and without linebacker Jelani Jenkins. Oof. Two good players. Keep TB12 upright, and I like our chances. They're going to blow the doors off this one. They're laying six. They're going to cover six, no problem. I think so. Okay. All right. All right. Make your bets, gentlemen. Um, you know, some speculation. We haven't given it much uh, thought, but with you know Rex going down and coaches going down like flies, how long can we hold on to Josh McDaniels as an offensive coordinator? Well, yeah, the talk coming out of. Uh few horses miles this week or you know is that it's basically a done deal already not not any specific team but that he's there's gone. no way he's not he's at the top of everyone's list and there's openings are coming even yeah. more than already exists so yeah it'll be interesting to see there's a few uh think he'll go to the Rams. i don't know that that's a lot of obviously there's a lot of talk there there was another story i had somehow didn't know this um 
and it came out this week. Somehow. Somehow. Uh, Josh McDaniels and the GM of the Jacksonville Jaguars were college roommates. Really? There's such a contingency of, uh, what is it, John Carroll, wherever they... Yes. I mean, they're not just in the Patriots organization, but across the league, there's a bizarre amount of these John Carroll grads in front offices especially and then uh, you know through the coaching ranks so yeah. there are a few connections that you know where you could draw some lines that make sense a fit for McDaniel yeah another one I heard kind of pop up this week which we'll see I mean it's not you know nothing is imminent necessarily but if the San if San Diego becomes a vacancy yeah he might be a solid fit there too so Ooh. now we that come to LA a, too you know and that uh, to me that's a team that certainly has the talent but yeah, you know, I mean, you only have to look behind me at the sparkling decor to know that in L.A. they like shiny things. This so, is true. Uh, you know, a guy like Josh McDaniels at the home of a you know shiny offensive machine. They, yes. I think they want to get to that because Jeff Fisher was kind of defensive guy, you know. Right. So I think when you just get over a defensive guy, they usually the switch up. Experienced defensive guy, let's go with a young offensive guy. You know, that seems the to be question. The yeah, and he was an offensive coordinator for the Rams right uh, for a year this is true this is true mm-hmm. the question there is how does he feel about the young QB and is that his guy that's that's a big one which yeah it's huge because talking they, about Sean Mannion of course because <laughs> <laughs> they I mean yeah Goff I mean he looks the part for LA but uh, I don't know I don't know what it that's they they spent an arm and a leg to bring the kid in so yeah if you're not ready to ride or die with that guy, it's, it seems like it might not be the best fit, you know? Yeah. Not to mention the ugly... There, I mean, it's just... It doesn't seem like the best scenario out here to me, at least as far as the organization. So this will give him, like, an opportunity to go get a nice five-year stint with a team, crash Circle and burn, and, uh, and then, you know, when old BB and TB walk off into the sunset in five years, right? he'll be able to slide right back in. Hasn't been as much talk about Patricia, but obviously he's another uh, candidate that's popped up too. So it'll be yeah. interesting to see what the him and Bill share wardrobe. So I don't see him moving <laughs> at all. I feel he's. I feel like he's going to be staying as well. Me too. Um, but yeah, it will be interesting as well. Who get who would fill that role on offense? Uh, if it would be if they Brian Dayball stays in house because he's has I think with the Jets he was the offensive coordinator under Mangini or. Mm. I forget where he because he left and came back. I know he was a coordinator, maybe even with McDaniel's before in Denver. Uh, but he has that experience, so it would make sense for him to move up with the Pats, or if he's you know chummy chummy with McD to head out of town with him. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see. But yeah, those John Carroll ties, if I have the they correct, run school, deep. They do. They do. They do. John run Carroll D three. There right it is. Outside of Cleveland. There it is. Um, yeah, because we got a bunch of guys like. Uh, Who's the front office guy that? Yeah, old Casario. Yeah, Nick Casario. Yeah, yeah, another one. So, who's the Jaguars guy? I forget his name, uh, but yeah, I just saw that came out this week, and it was kind of like, a, whoa, really? That's a. Mm. Isn't that a fun fact? Um, we're, we're gonna get out of here in about one minute. Is there anything you wanted to say to the folks, or anything you wanted to get off your chest? You know, happy holidays, happy, happy holidays. New Year. Be Mike. safe out there. Happy 2017. Can you believe it? We'll be back here on our usual. Uh, day on Wednesdays around 11 12 Eastern Time. That's Edelman Brady PM Wednesday nights. So drop in with us. Uh, We appreciate it. So uh, for old Denny Harris, 
I am Mike Conley. This has been another edition of Patriots Rap 360. Go Pats! Thanks for hanging in with us. Happy birthday, Aaron Martin. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.